0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Real Life Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Spears, author, speaker, advocate, and someone who loves to hear inspiring, extraordinary stories from everyday people. I'm fortunate that I get to meet so many different people, and I'm super excited to introduce you to one of them now. Hi, my name is Tracy Spears, and I'm here today with my guest, Charlotte Steff. Hello. Hello. (laughs) So glad you're here. Me too. I know. So you and I have done this a thousand times at least over a glass of wine or something I typically. Know. That would make this better. It would. That's a miss. I need to work on the pops. Good point. <laughs> so we're here with all these cameras and everything talking about yes. uh, whatever's on our mind. That's what's so cool about it. Okay. Is I just wanted to introduce uh, people to you and who you well, are thank and you. what you got going on. And uh-huh. So let's go wait. So tell, tell us who you are and what you got going on and then I'll ask you questions. Okay.
1: Well, uh, I'm Charlotte Stiff and I'm now Charlotte Stith. Hyphen flood. You took her name. I took her name. Oh. I got married, Shelley Flood, okay. and I got married in Chicago uh, three years ago. Oh wow! And I took her name uh, as a sign of a commitment, and also we have a son. Ah. And for me to uh, legally adopt a son as a spousal adoption, we have to be we have to have the same name. Mm. And so I went and took her name, because Cooper's name is Jordan Cooper Flood. And as part of the official adoption process, they actually changed his birth certificate. Really? Yes, and I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before or not, but Shelly's listed as Cooper's mother. And I'm listed as Cooper's father. Oh, because there's not a space. It did not say spouse. It just says mother and father. Well oh, the forms have so, not caught up. No, mm-hmm. the forms have not caught up. So uh, I, well, that's a big giggle. I know. And, yeah. So I am officially Cooper's father. Oh. <laughs> and.
0: Uh, <laughs> How's Cooper with that?
1: <laughs> He's actually okay with it. I don't think he cares. I actually was more worried about him being in grade school and kids making fun of him about having two moms. Sure. And he doesn't hear that ever. What of he hears he though is, "Are you, do you live with your grandma? Oh. He hears that. Why is Kids that? think we're his grandma. Well, we are older, older parents. And uh, as we were talking about, you know, I don't color my hair, and I'm starting to get the lines. You know, it uh, it happens with birthdays. And so uh, (laughs) kids think I'm his grandma, and he is quick and fast to correct them. Oh, yeah. He does not like... People thinking I'm his grandma.
0: Well, all they've got to do is watch you for about two minutes, and they realize you don't move like a grandma, whatever that is. <laughs> Although there are a lot of very young grandmas, but no, oh, that is true. You know, that is true. For sure, it's not like so. it used to
1: be, right? Like, oh, I know. I know. Yeah, at uh, I'm 55. So uh, you could, uh, I'm I'm you could okay, be a grandma my wife. age, but yeah. yeah, I could by now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it has changed. People started having kids older. Yeah. I think they, especially women, st- began to focus on their careers. Yeah. And they couldn't have a career focus and a kid focus. Right. So they decided to focus on their careers. There's pros and cons to having kids young or old. For sure. Did but you know you wanted to be a parent? No. No. Was I, it had never occurred to me that I wanted to be a parent. As a matter of fact, I had always thought I never want to deal with kids. And I that fell in love me. with a woman that has a child. Mm-hmm. and. It has been the best thing in my life ever, I love ever. It. I was talking to Rosemary about this yesterday because she was asking about Cooper. Sure. And I said, it is amazing what one little body can do to you. Yeah. That he has made a difference in my life That's so without awesome. a doubt. It is
0: amazing. Well, it's been fun to watch. So oh, you know, as you have have yeah. you know gone, gotten in this you yes, know, relationship know. and then um, you're being a mom, but you seem I love it and I it seems, you seem to be cut out for it. I do, I love it and I think
1: some of that also is because it gives me a different purpose mm. uh, for the baby boomers like me. Yes. We always grew up as in a world that's full of competition because there's so many of us. So we true. had to fight for everything. Yeah. We had to compete for every job, for every... That's true. Everything you needed or wanted in life, we had to compete for that and so I focused on my career and it was a competition to me Mm -hmm. and there was no way I was gonna let somebody else take get that position I'm gonna do that and I would I would work hard I would work the hours and my self-worth was always dependent upon my career and so which is synonymous uh, with baby boomers it It is synonymous with baby boomers and you know as anybody who climbs a ladder and gets to an executive level i've heard this so many times that you either discover it's not quite what you expected it to be or you make a mistake and you fall which i have done or you um you just burn out Mm. and uh, or you stay at that executive level, and you have you don't have much of a work-life balance. Yeah. So I have learned lessons in all of those, and uh, having a different purpose gives me an entire different perspective on my career. Career isn't what defines me anymore. Isn't that nice? It really is. It's it's fun. It's that's why you seem more peaceful. I think so. I sleep better at night. I'm sure. I'm you know, sure. in the past, I was always restless thinking about budget, sure. staffing, negotiations, something yeah. was always keeping me up at night.
0: And I've known you really through all of those. years. You you've got some big, high-powered yes. jobs mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, learned a lot along the way, I'm sure. Yes. To finally come to this very peaceful place. Absolutely. That you never thought.
1: Yes. I. Uh, the highest level I reached was a chief Operating officer for a large health system in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. We had over 200 physicians. It was a big job It was a big job. And uh, there was a lot of expectation and commitment and time and I I was proud to have that job. I was proud of who I had become and um, It just I It wasn't what I it didn't it wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be And um, it's not as forgiving. And if you're a female, I remember sitting in boardrooms, long, you know, the typical, like you see in movies. Sure. The long boardrooms, and you look down the board, the table, and it's all men. Yeah. Uh, Except typically one, the marketing director or the marketing (laughs) representative is always a blonde somewhere down there, you know. And uh, so I remember many times being called out in those meetings. And I always wondered, is it because I'm not capable or is it because I'm a woman? It didn't feel like the other people were being called out like I was. And maybe I was sensitive,
0: but... Well, knowing just you, different. it wasn't because you weren't capable.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> but you know, that. you
1: wonder. Yeah. Uh, you have to have that, that in the back of your mind. Yeah. And um, I grew up where women had to fight for positions. You still are. And especially at the sea level mm-hmm. where uh, it, it, you get passed over when you know you're just as good as
0: the male that gets the job, and you got to fight and. So I have okay. a question for you about that. Because sure. it's obviously it's in the news right now. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on around that. And so I'm gonna say something controversial and I want to get your point of view. Okay. So you remember the movie out recently, and I've asked one other guest this by the way. Okay. That's talking about uh, you know, when Mark Wahlberg had to reshoot. Yes. Okay, and so he gets a million dollars, Michelle Williams gets none. So this mm-hmm. is controversial, but I'm gonna ask the question. Yes. I mean, what do you think of that? Like I'm looking at that and thinking I think the difference is he asked for it. Uh-huh. I could see how you would think that the difference is he
1: asked for it. Mm-hmm. I'm However, schooled right now. <laughs> <laughs> One of the key indicators in my opinion of somebody that you will want to work with long term or again so this agent whoever this agent was that was uh, negotiating the terms One of the key indicators is transparency, and part of that leads to equity. If you're transparent about your decisions, if you're transparent about, here's what I'm offering Mark uh, Wahlberg. Uh, He's obviously the big name. All they had to do was just be transparent about it. He's obviously the big name. I don't think we can offer you that, but how about we offer you, would you be willing to do this? That's more transparent than having such a disparity that it's sickening. Yeah,
0: that's, a, that's an interesting and caveat though. I had not, so are you saying it's the same agent? Or are you saying? I think they're separate agents. Oh, okay. However, from
1: what I understood, the agents were aware of the disparity. Oh, I got you. And so at some point, somebody had to inform the parties point. of the differences. There yeah. had to be, there some was no transparency agent. apparently. Yeah. And so it just, it bit him later. And yeah. that happens at the uh, executive levels of so many organizations. Sure. There's deals being made here, and I'm gonna, I need this guy, I'm gonna offer him way more money than I did this guy, and pretty soon it, it bites you. Yeah. And if you're just transparent and equitable about it,
0: Yeah. It won't bite you. Well, I, I think that, for me, what I saw in that, and I agree with you totally, uh, but I just wonder, I think we uh, collectively, and I always hate sep- hate separating men and women, but mm-hmm. it is different. Mm-hmm. But um, the, I think that we are more likely to say yes because we wanna be contributors, we wanna be part of the team, we wanna mm-hmm. be. So I think we sell ourselves short sometimes too. Do you think I that's
1: true? I completely agree with that. Yeah. We wanna have a seat at the table because we've never been asked to the yeah. table. Yeah. And now that we're being asked to the table, we're grabbing it yeah. and jumping at the opportunity However, I'm glad to see that as more women are being asked to the table, they're starting to uh, ask for equity. Mm. Now it's okay, we've paved the way a little bit and given women a seat at the table, so now they have the opportunity to start really becoming equal, equal pay, mm-hmm. equal expectations right um, so. That's how I view it. Still to come on Real Life Leadership with Tracy Spears. I see so many uh, women through other organizations that I'm involved with, MGMA for Mm -hmm. example, as the new leadership is coming in and they're young and they have the energy and they're excited. They, the conversations with them are not at all about how are we gonna get a job? How are we gonna um, break the glass ceiling? That hardly even comes up anymore. Oh, so it's expected yep. that they're going to have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And I think it's up to us to help them, Yeah, wow. help
0: them get there. Yeah. Hi, my name is Tracy Spears, and I'm here to tell you about something super exciting. My business partner, Wally Schmader, and I just released our book, The Exceptional Leaders Playbook, and it's available now at theexceptionalleaderslab.com. What you'll find in that book is immediately actionable ideas that you can use in your everyday leadership. No theories in this one. These are tried and true tactics for leaders of all levels. I hope you'll check it out. before we're not even talking about this anymore. oh my god you think it's close or do you think it's not in our lifetime what well do you think? I, I kind of
1: have to think about that and put it in perspective because I've been working in the healthcare career since the early 80s and when you look think about that that's 35 years and not
0: <laughs> not much as uh, <laughs> no. know
1: at all it, it feels like a snap so yeah it, Initially, I want to say, oh, maybe in 10 years or so, but that's really ha- isn't how long it's been. It's yeah. been 35 years. So uh, I would like to see 10 years from now, yeah. uh, this conversation is, we don't even have this anymore. I think it'll be more like 20, maybe 25 years.
0: Well, I think the time is right, though. I mean, I think if it's going to change, it feels like we're at the tipping point. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of people saying that, you know, whomever is you know, needs to be coached to help to get to that tipping point that Mm -hmm. we, you know, we all need to be, you know, more aware. And it's going to start with all of, it's it's already started, it's going to, it's, what's going to determine that is how all of us negotiate ourselves in those positions, right? Yes, yes, that's a very good point. I think so.
1: That those of us who have been used to being excited about being asked to be at the table now need to know, okay, this is the norm. I, I'd love to have a seat at the table and I have a lot of value that I can offer uh, just as much as Johnny. So
0: give me the same as Johnny. One of the things I've enjoyed about our friendship is that it feels like you and I have always been trying to be collaborative. Yes, we have. And um, I don't sense that that is the norm for a lot of, and I'm going to again make a big statement, I think the men do it better than we do. They do. And I think, so we've always been trying to figure out how can we help each other, how can mm-hmm. we work together, but yet without a lot of, you know, um, success. I think mean, we're changing that. I'm so we are. excited yes. that we're It we're is changing kind that of now. an exciting time. But if you were to ask the question, not about you and I, but you know, why do you think that women aren't better at helping each other? I'll, I'll tell you what Sarah Larch told me one time, okay. if you want to hear it first. She said that um, it's because we had to be so competitive about those few seats that were at the table, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, that's an interesting. That is an interesting what do you think
1: perspective. That? Actually, I don't know if I can disagree with that know, because, what... uh, yeah, the the seats were very few. Yeah. So that is true. You had to fight for that, and so now it's a matter of trust. Do I trust you? Mm-hmm. If we're both at the table,
0: and only f- one of us is going to get the job. Right. Right. There, yeah. If there's
1: only one chair, and it's you mm-hmm. and me, do mm-hmm. I trust you to? that we can be collaborative yeah. for the greater good. Yeah. And the good old boys club, for lack of a better term, is how men started doing this collaboration of, of uh, helping each other. Mm-hmm. I still know a group, uh, it's four men in this area, that have had executive level positions. It's CEO, COO, director. Okay. And they all three go together, and so where the CEO has been, the others follow. And they recently, the CEO recently moved, the other two moved, Mm. and perhaps it's they made a determination that this guy is CEO material. Mm-hmm. So let's, he's the CEO. I don't think they actively had a beer and said, you be CEO and take us everywhere you go. I totally think they did.
0: You do? I do. <laughs> they, they
1: may have. I totally do. <laughs> they may it. have. I do. But, uh, so this guy's gonna be the CEO. I'll always be your COO. Yeah. And the, he's a director level and they are commit They are committed. Yeah. It is a, a trio, wherever yeah. one goes the other. Yeah. I, think, the other I think that's
0: awesome. I think that we need to do more of it.
1: I agree. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's a yeah. bad thing. Why don't we? And for example, uh, Exceptional Leaders Lab, you're the the founder. So uh, I think collaboration happens with me acknowledging you're the founder. I where you lead, I will follow. Mm-hmm. And, and likewise, oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Whereas typically, I'm like, you know, I'm. I'm the leader. Yeah. Uh, however, with exceptional leaders lab, you've done your job. You've worked hard. You created something fantastic. You're the founder. So I'm the follower. <laughs> Let's make this happen. By <laughs> no, gosh. Right. Yeah. There's not. There's not enough uh, time or room anymore for for battles about power power battles
0: don't matter anymore i don't think well we're not we're not limited anymore i don't feel like we're fighting for one job and i feel like that you know i do think we're in this great community in tulsa Mm -hmm. that is so much more diverse than most communities our size it is when I look, I'm, I'm excited about you know what the chamber is doing mm-hmm. and all the different you know uh, entities, organizations that have in, embraced diversity and inclusion. And mm-hmm. so I think it gives me a lot of hope that you know some of those things that we did for survival in the yes. Darwinian culture that we were being raised. <laughs> that in, is true. I'm seeing it go away, so I'm excited about that. Yeah,
1: I do agree with that too. I see so many uh, women through other organizations that I'm involved with, MGMA for mm-hmm. example, as the new leadership is coming in and they're young and they have the energy and yeah. they're excited, They, the conversations with them are not at all about how are we gonna get a job, yeah. how are we gonna um, break the glass ceiling, that hardly even comes up anymore. Know, it's so it's expected yep. that they're going to have a seat at the table mm-hmm. and I think it's up to us to help them. Yeah, wow. help them get there. there yeah, the That's do's exciting. and the don'ts. I've learned many lessons. Yeah, and uh, some through successes, some through failures. But you know, still a lesson learned. And uh, it's it's always nice to be able to share that with others and yeah. help them get there.
0: I think the the mentor programs that everybody's trying to you know mm-hmm. do know to too. you know where you know you. Are reaching out to not just other people, but specifically other women. You know, mm-hmm. how can we do that? I, it, I don't know. It's it's exciting. It's been the one kind of silver lining through all of the Me Too and everything that's been mm-hmm. going on is that you do you do feel that there's at a cellular level that something is, you know, <laughs> yes. that it's that it's changing. So oh, absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely. Uh, even this week, I had a conversation with a couple of women at a leadership conference that you were doing. Mm-hmm and they would ask questions that uh, I wouldn't have asked 20 years ago. Yeah. But now it's, somebody was asking about how do I approach yeah. this guy about an issue he's having? and I said, you just gotta suck it up and yeah. <laughs> do the hard thing and approach him. And
0: uh, it's, it's not you. easy. So you had to duck out because you were teaching a class. Yes, the thing, yes. You know, and we were doing kind of a little bit of debrief and I walked over to them. They didn't say it in front of everybody, unfortunately, yeah, uh, but oh I said God, so, whatever, and they were like, oh my God, she's amazing. Oh she's like on our personal board of directors. Oh we're going to meet with her, so it, was, it fun. was funny because we would
1: have this conversation and I'd say, well, here's what I would think, I would suggest, and you of the girls would write it down. <laughs> and then later in your presentation, I swear I did not know this You're was coming. previewing. Later in the presentation, <laughs> you, it came up on the screen and I'd punch her like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> she would laugh. That's fun. That's so awesome. So that was funny. It was kind of interesting, and so it's uh, inspiring to see the younger yeah. generation making their mark and
0: push yeah. and demands it is. that they should. So I'm excited for you because Thank you. Uh, one of the things <laughs> that we have talked about so much is how do we, how can we get you in front of more audiences yes, right like you yes. have this gift for We're training and you. teaching and speaking everybody knows it and it's you're great in when you're in that space but how <laughs> could we get more charlotte to I more know. people and i feel like we have a little bit of traction finally so okay. are you super excited about just what you're kind of you extremely. know oh, extremely yes
1: extremely Go. excited i have always loved uh when i got out of high school I went to uh, Oklahoma Baptist University in Shawnee, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> because you're the daughter
0: of a because preacher's Because I'm kid. the daughter of a preacher's kid. Or the, you're the daughter of a preacher. Yes, you're I'm the, the daughter the, of a preacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you!
0: Got I'm a preacher's okay. kid. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure.
1: My dad's a retired Southern Baptist minister and uh, so I went to Oklahoma Baptist University in education. And so my whole time at OBU was education, and life just sent me down a different path. It sent me into healthcare. However, I still feel that passion for training and Mm. coaching and uh, I guess talking about me seeing the the younger women coming up and helping them um, understand what they've got to do uh, and how to say things Mm. that uh, I guess we had to learn on our own. Yeah. We had to learn the hard way, yeah. uh, get flicked on the nose a few times, yeah. or or something worked, and you can't believe that actually worked. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I love the when the light bulb goes off and they say, "Oh, well, that yeah. just makes sense." Yeah. Uh, so I uh,
0: that's part of what I love. Well, I'm so glad, glad that, that you that we're partnered together. What what Me do too. you what do you set speaking aside? What do you most looking forward to if I said speaking you don't have to you can you can say like what like Uh, what's the what's the next year for you that you're most excited about? I see well
1: I am at a point in my life where my focus is um, pursuing what I enjoy Mm. and it's not about money it's not about power Uh, it's not about climbing the ladder it's just what makes me happy what gives me joy Mm. and whatever gives me joy uh that's what i'm going to focus that's going to be my focus and uh some that's why i'm here today it brings me joy to train others to teach others what i've had to learn and uh it gives me joy to be involved with somebody i trust and uh it that's what the next year looks like for me. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be so joyful in a year. You're pretty <laughs> you're joyful hear anyway. Me singing, yeah. <laughs> But you
0: but you're all, you're so consistent. Like over the years, I always love uh, what I'm gonna get from you is exactly the same. Like yeah. you always have a smile well, on your face. You're always happy. You're always. Uh-huh. I don't live with you, so there, yeah, <laughs> maybe this is all. <laughs> yeah. But you're, but you're pretty consistent. So well, I, well, thank I, you. I think you live in a pretty joyful state. I so. try to.
1: You know, you, you might as well. No reason not to be. It's hard enough without doing that, I right?
0: know, uh, and that's the truth. Well, not I'm not so truth. grateful that you're here. Thank and you, and Tracy. Had a little bit of time to catch up with <laughs> Me you. Me too, right. I know. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Next time on Real Life Leadership with Tracy Spears
0: didn't intellectually know that that's not the only true religion on the planet. Mm. You, you've got people that leave. You've got young people that leave. They'll get involved in what witnesses deem bad behavior and so they'll rebel. But if you leave that organization out of rebellion, you will more than likely go back. Because rebellion, you're gonna get your ass handed to you mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And so you look back for that soft place to fall. But if intellectually you keep reading, you keep studying, you keep verifying that your gut feeling about that organization is true, then you're more likely to stay gone. And the only way you can survive it is to stay gone. Hi, this is Tracy. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast. To find out more about our books, online courses, and other resource materials, check us out at tracyspears.com.